Many of us question why the San Francisco 49ers drafted a quarterback in the seventh round after already trading up to draft a quarterback that was supposed to be the franchise guy. I was one of them. Hmm. Many question if Brock Purdy was to see the light of the day that they didn't think he was going to do well just because seventh round draft pick. Again, I was one of them. I tell you what, I'm here to eat crow, say that I was wrong, and I'm here to tell you right now that Brock Purdy, Mr. Relevant, is the real deal. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. passing Breezy this, breezy that. Lord. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats, and I always tell the truth. This exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Breezy What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Wayne Breezy. Thank y'all so much for being here, man. It's it's been a great weekend, right? Great weekend. We had a Christmas holiday weekend. San Francisco 49ers set off Christmas Eve with a, a beatdown. 49ers beat a team down on Christmas Eve. That's crazy, right? And then and then my Celtics ended up winning on Christmas Day. Had a great Christmas. Spent some time with the family, friends. Uh, just had a great time. Great, great, great holiday season for your boy, Wayne Breezy. Thank y'all so much for being here. I see a lot of the members out here already in the chat, ready to go. Shout out to my man, 49ers uh, underscore throwback. My man, Fernando, always on top of things. I can't wait to see what you bring to the throwback game this week. I'm going to be watching you. My my eyes will be on you because I'm going to be looking for some of those really cool tidbits to you throwing back. It's, it's Raiders week. If you guys don't already know, it's a big week. Uh, and the 49ers are actually traveling out to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. So the 49ers are going to roll. We'll break that down later on this week, but it's really good to have you guys here. I see Jedi's in the building. We got ourselves a playoff quarterback, ladies and gents. All right, Miss Debbie, early in the building. I don't know how you wake up so early on the West Coast, Miss Debbie, but I love it, and I love you. Happy holidays to you and your family. Happy Kwanzaa as well. Hey, faithfuls, blessings to everyone who has joined this morning. Don't forget, hit the like button. Let's start off the show by hitting the like button. If you like it, go ahead and hit the thumbs up, man. We'll go ahead and get that show started right. Peachy, I see you. Good morning to everyone. Peachy, did I wake you up? <laughs> if I did, my bad. It's all good. It's all love. Um, Peachy, I appreciate you and everything that you do for, for me, uh, the family, and right here on the Wayne Breezy Entertainment Network. Eddie G, I see you out there. What up, Faithful? I'm still in the food coma. Yo, I was in such of a food coma yesterday. I think I went to bed. I got in the bed four or five o'clock. Definitely before five because I watched the Celtics game in the bed. So I was in the bed before five p.m. Yes, for sure. Food coma for sure. When you get a when you get into a food coma, y'all, uh, it's it's hard to get comfortable. It's it's I felt 
I didn't feel sick to my stomach, but it was just like, oh man, like, uh, go away, food coma, go away, food coma. Uh, but yeah, hopefully that food coma is on its way up and out, and it's time to one more week, one more week of unhealthy enjoying eats. And then we get back to the game plan. Miss Jacqueline Knox is in the building early in the morning. She says, good morning, family. I hope everyone enjoyed their family yesterday. 12 and 4 coming up. Listen, y'all better pay attention to Miss Knox over there because she said 11 and 4 at the beginning of last week. And she was all the way right. Matter of fact, while we were doing the Madden stream, it was 11 and 4 regardless of what the results were. So y'all better give her some credit. She's out there calling these games. Uh, 12 and 4. I, I, I got you, Jackie, though. I tell you what. How about 13 and 4, which is what my score prediction was or record prediction was beginning of the season. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, Chrissy, 1687 is good to see you. Uh, I'm praying that you're you're all well. I hope you had a great time with your family these uh, this past holidays. Um, and I hope that you're staying up and staying strong. I see my girl B is in the building. Good morning, Breezy. What's going on, B? Good to see you. Callie's in the building. Hey, Callie, I see you looking for that jacket, man. I wish if I was your size, I would give you the one that I have. But unfortunately, um, you need a medium and I'm in a I'm in an extra large. It, it ain't it ain't gonna look right. Uh unless you bulk up. You can bulk up, you know what I'm saying? Have mine if you want to bulk up, bro. But uh, I see you looking for that jacket. If anybody knows how to get one of those gold jackets, those 49er gold jackets, please hit up my man, uh, Kylie, man. He's looking to get one. Uh, Melissa's in the building. Uh, VZ's in the building. Bomber T's in the building. Kenny's in the building. Uh, what's going on, VZ? What a year it's been. Whew. What a year. It's been a year. <laughs> it's definitely been a year, but it's been a good year, right? Slow start. Stronger finish. And, and it's funny because you could take that concept. I know it's cliche. I know it is what it is. You can take that concept and you can apply it because if you look at this past game, Brock Purdy looked like he was coming back down to earth after the first half. Correct? And then in the second half, he looked like the other Purdy, the, the one that y'all like to call him. All right, so we'll talk about that on today's episode, man. This episode's about him being the, the real deal. It is Leslie Klinger's birthday. Uh, shout out to Leslie. She says, hey, Niner fam, today is my birthday. I'm wanting only one thing, and that's a Super Bowl victory uh, for my Niners this year. I would love to meet you at that Super Bowl parade um for sure so i you know what let's cut let's just make this happen now it's her birthday and if it's anybody else's birthday today all right this is for you voice ain't a hundred percent had a had you know we cheered all weekend long i had to sing in church we're gonna go ahead and give it a crack you ready let me pull the mic back just a little bit me 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 <clears throat> here we go this is for leslie and to any other Capricorn, are you a Capricorn? I don't know when they start. I just know I am. But anyway, uh, this is to you. Happy birthday. Ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Leslie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Leslie. Y'all make sure y'all give her a round of applause. Send her some birthday shout outs. All that Gucci stuff. Send her some Gucci. Leslie, you wear Gucci? Send her some Gucci, y'all. All right. Uh, just don't don't put it on my tab. I don't I don't I can't afford it. 
But um, you I, I, I you know, send her some Gucci. Um, what's going on, man? Listen, what a what a great weekend. What a great way to start the week. I'm I'm super excited because the 49ers are continuing to trend up. We did this episode like months ago called Trending Up, and it started with Jimmy Garoppolo. We got to keep it a buck. And you know what? I know we we talked down about Jimmy. We feel like it's over with Jimmy, and 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 but he's played his part here, and I guarantee you, I'm gonna give him some credit. I guarantee you that it's not over with the Jimmy Garoppolo saga. Like, he's coming back. Like, we're going to talk about it tomorrow on Hot Topic Tuesday. Jimmy Garoppolo, is, he has the boot off, and he's going to come back. We're going to talk about it tomorrow because we also want to talk about a kid that's definitely been trending up in the right direction, uh, a seventh-round draft pick. We're going to get to Brock Purdy in a second. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's it's really cool um, to see, you know, VZ said, what a year it's been because we don't really know how to tame our emotions. We're like, we're, we're happy that we're winning. I don't think we still even, I don't even think we understand how we're winning, right? We're, we're talking about a kid that comes in that's never played in the NFL before that has a moxie that's like none other. And for some reason, he's able to run this system that Kyle Shanahan has built and he's running it efficiently. And, and, and I think it's kind of confusing because we're like, well, why can't the other people that were in this particular system run the system efficiently. And I think that's what leaves us kind of scratching our heads just a little bit. But I tell you what, don't scratch your head. Just know that he's built what I like to say, different, different or different, different. However you like to say it, that's, that's how Brock is. He's, he's built different, different. And, and, and this is what makes him sort of like, the real deal. Now, I got to get through some of the formalities. I, I know I talked about this. this we have this, the, the theme song streaming out there. Please support Lake City Fresh and all his music endeavors. He's out there pumping out work, you know, more than Ashanti was back in 2000s, man. I'm telling you, man, because Ashanti had a hit record on the radio with Murder, Inc. just about every three days. Well, Lake City's putting out music every three days, and I want y'all to go out there. He's right here in the chat. Make sure y'all go out there and support this young gentleman. Uh, he is putting out great quality work, but he also wrote the theme song for Breezy This and Breezy That, and I definitely want to give this man uh, his credit, his flowers. Round of applause for Lake City. But go ahead and check it out, man. Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, you name it, is there. Don't forget, like Miss Debbie says, hit that like button and don't forget to subscribe to the channel and also i wanted to thank you all for making this podcast it's trending up i'm looking at the stats on the actual listening of the podcast we haven't had 100 listeners on one episode yet but it keeps going up which means that we're doing something right over here at the wayne breezy um uh, network entertainment network something's going really right and it's all because of you so i just wanted to say thank you again for a wonderful year uh, and, and we're going to continue to push and, and make this grow and grow and grow. I want to be up there with the, with the, with the John Chapman, the 49ers rush podcast and, and, and the, the soul locked in 49ers with my man, Eric Crocker and Brian Peacock and all the other great podcasts, you know, 49ers talk, Matt Mayoko. I mean, these are like the meccas of the podcast is like nothing but Niners. Like I just love listening to those, to those gentlemen and those people when I get the chance to sit there and listen to stuff. Well, I'm purely entertainment. I give about the sport. I just love to have fun on the show. So if that's your niche and you like that type of stuff, make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. Don't forget to join the Patreon. We're looking to make changes for the new year, upcoming year. I've been talking to the team behind the scenes. So definitely join the Patreon, patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. And then again, we're going to continue building our 
partnership with residency. They've been nothing but great uh, for for us, and and I'm hoping that we continue to be great for them. So shout out to the family over at residency. But listen, go ahead, go to residency.com and take advantage of the promo code while it lasts. I'm working on something new, so take advantage of this promo code. It's SF Breezy. They have all types of hats, exclusive hats. Make sure you check them out. Use the promo code. All right, and 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 that's what it is. All right, here we go. So as far as the game is concerned, don't really want to do much of a recap. We'll save that for Nitty Gritty Niners talk tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The whole crew should be in the building, and we're going to recap the game and give player grades and all that type of stuff and, and, and break down what we actually saw and give you a quick sneak peek preview to the Las Vegas Raiders matchup that's coming up. So shout out to Moe's, Peachy, and Fair. The whole crew should be in the building on tonight. We'll break that down, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Wayne Breezy Entertainment uh, Network or the Wayne Breezy Channel. So let's talk about, like, here, here was the greatest thing about the game, right? It wasn't necessarily, like, the score. It was more of what we actually witnessed. It was a long-duration type of a game, right? It was like one of those games where you're just like, oh, man, I just want this game to be over, and it wouldn't end. It, it No matter how quick the game started at 4 or 5 and still ended at, like, its normal, regular TV time. I was like, damn it, game end. I wanted it over, and it wasn't because I I thought we were going to lose or anything. I just wanted to make sure we got out of the game with none of these, right? Now, we saw a couple of players leave the game. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Uh, Traverius Mooney Ward left the game. He had some type of nausea going on. Uh, We thought it was part due to the concussion, which it could have been, but he also came back in the game. They also said that Jordan Mason was out, came out of the game as well because we saw a lot of uh, Tyrion Davis-Price, right? TDP, he likes to be called TDP. So we saw a lot of him. But when Kyle Shanahan reported the 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 news was that there, hey man, there are no injuries. We haven't had a week of no injuries in like since the win streak, right? It, it, it was, yeah, I would say the last three or four games, right? And everything's been injury, 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 right? And so the 49ers were able to get out. And that's good news because A, yeah, everybody in this game, how many people by a show of hands? And it, it's okay, it's not a stab. Not a shot. It's just by a show of hands. How many people were necessarily worried about Javon Kinlaw making it out of this game injury free? It's okay. But if you were, but by a show of hands, how many people were worried? I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't worried. I felt like Kinlaw was ready to, but he's he's been ready to play for a minute. A minute. He's been ready to play. All right. So just let me know, man. And it's OK if you felt like you were worried. I get it. He he, he I, see, this is fine. Like, I'm cool with this. And he needs to see this. He needs to know this. Why? Because Javon Kinlaw has pretty much been injured his NFL career. You know what I'm saying? So there's nothing wrong with going off of the trajectory of what you witnessed or what you've seen. Now, werewolves of Sanger, uh, you and I, we, we from the same cloth. And, and as well as as Miss Klingler, like we were, we weren't worried. We weren't worried. Uh, his snaps were limited, but he played a lot of snaps. Matter of fact, I, like he he played enough snaps. I, I don't know if they were like super limited because listen, he just came back. They said that they were going to limit him on the commander side. They were supposed to to limit um Chase Young. Chase Young played thirty snaps. Seemed like he played way more than thirty snaps though. Uh, like I, I'm just putting it out there, but uh. 
Kinlaw, Kinlaw played the game, and, and I thought he was effective. All right. I thought I thought he was pretty much he was effective. Now, he was limited and they're going to continue to limit him and get him acclimated back to the game. You know what I'm saying? But I I, I thought he was pretty decent. I, I didn't think he did anything wrong. Saw him on certain downs. You know what I'm saying? It was cool just to see Kinlaw out there and come out of the game unscathed, uninjured. And things like that. So, Nick, I appreciate it. You're right. Uh, a lot of people says wasn't worried, forgot he was on the count. A lot of people forgot he was on the count. But that's great management by the 49ers because a lot of the players, you know what I'm saying, ended up finishing this game well off. And, like, two players ended up coming out of the game but returned. And I think that's super important. Now, I was a little bit concerned about Jordan Mason because he's the closer. And this game, TDP was the closer. So it was a little different. I mean, they ended up closing the game out with Christian McCaffrey. I, but TDP was the one getting all those reps. So, I mean, I, I was a little worried uh, necessarily about that. But other than that, it was pretty much spot on. Like, it, it was it was a 49ers win. And y'all got to start putting some respect on this 49ers offense because, man, it's starting to trend up. Now, I'm going to go through my offensive player of the game, my defensive player of the game, and my unsung hero – of this game. I got three players I'm going to go through. All right. But then we're going to talk about the real deal. And I'm going to invite you on the show because I want to know what makes Brock Purdy the real deal. That's going to be the question of the day. Not necessarily like a hot topic, but the question of the day. What makes Brock Purdy the real deal? All right. And I would love to get your thoughts on that. And I promise you we'll get to that in the next couple of minutes. All right. So let me go ahead and go through who I thought my offensive player of the game was. Um, look, offensively, like, the 49ers in that second half found a way to click, okay? Like, really click, really get into sync, really put up those points, really – and 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 I know people, you know, on the overreaction show said that it was a team win. It sure enough was, but, damn, there were some people that, to me, stood out. Okay, there were some players, in my opinion, that just stood out. Now, if I if I tell you these stats, like Brock Purdy, 15 for 22, 234 yards, that's a 49ers quarterback stat number, right? That's that's what the 49ers quarterbacks are typically going to get you. Will you get a 300-yard game? Probably not. It's not the way they kind of set up their stuff to do. 15 for 22, 234. He was averaging almost 11 yards per play, two TDs. He did have the interception. We'll talk about that interception in a second. Okay. Uh, that was your quarterback. But then when you look at the actual receivers for the 49ers, you're like, all right, let's look at the receivers, man. Like, what what happened? Well, I'll tell you what, man. Brandon IU, you know, didn't lead in reception yards, but he had 81 yards. You know what I'm saying? He was targeted at seven times. He had five catches. All right. Five for seven is really good. 11.6. I mean, 16.2 yards. Like, I mean, the kid was on point. He had the long of 54. But I thought that was solid for BA, man, as the number one guy. But George Kittle, man, they like this. Th that's that's my offensive player of the game. I felt like George Kittle is. <laughs> I don't know if it's Brock Purdy, I, but George Kittle, how many times we kept saying, just give Kittle the damn ball? Like, that's all we've been asking for as 49er fans. A lot of people be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's meant to block, and he, he he's meant to do all of that. But if you give him the damn ball, he's going to be George Kittle. A lot of us felt like Kittle had lost his step. 
He was slower. Like, what the hell, George Kittle, y'all talking about? He can't be any of that because he barely play. Look, what are you talking? Look, George Kittle came in his game and was like, listen, Brock, give me the rock. I'm going to do what I got to do. And he did. Multiple times. Like, Because Kittle had more than just the two big touchdowns. Okay? Kittle had, he led the game in targets with eight targets. He was six for eight. 120 yards. Okay? Two TDs. He had the long of 34. That was the long touchdown in the second half. That Brock Purdy just... Found Kittle over the middle. I mean, can we get back to Kittle being over the middle? I mean, that's what it was. And I and I thought I was going to have the film ready for you guys for the first time. I was going to actually break down those three plays right here on the Wayne Breezy show, opposed to just saving it for like, you know, Patreon or whatnot. I, I'm sitting here saying to myself, dang it, I need the actual film so I can slow it down so you can see Brock go through his progressions on that play. And listen, they left Kittle wide open and Brock hit him. And that's you got to credit this kid. We're getting into that real deal type of stuff, but you got to credit Brock for just being amazing in the pocket. Amazing in the pocket. Nia, great point. I'm gonna put this up here because I was gonna get to this. And thank you for being my memory. Nia, back to back gang with two tutties. I mean, damn. Look, I don't know how it's gonna be this week. I do know Chandler Jones plays for the Oakland, uh, excuse me, excuse me. The Las Vegas Raiders did not play last week. Possibility he might not play this week. Um, but I will say this. If he does play, expect a lot of chipping to that side of the football. You may not see it, but I'm going to go with this. I didn't miss any Super Chats. I promise they're going to they be right here. I'm going to get to those right now. Um, I promise you that George Kittle is going to get a touchdown next week. At minimum one. Minimum one touchdown for George Kittle. I would like to see the two TDs. If they get Kittle the ball in the space, it's a wrap. See, see, Kittle plays better in all the 49ers pass catchers play better in space. Nick, very good point. Kittle energizes the team. I, look, Kittle is the energizer bunny. Debo Samuel is the bully. CMC is the, the magician. If y'all like my analogies, I don't really give a f That's how I come out with it. That's how I look at it. Them are your three guys. Those are your three trendsetters on the offensive line. And if you ask me what Trent Williams is, well, he's, he's just a killer on the offensive side. Yeah, he's the killer. Just straight up, straight up killer. Uh, Mike says 100%, give them the space. So, so that's how it's built. And I know we're not talking about Trey Lance. And I feel like that's the, dish, the, the difference between a Trey Lance and a Brock Purdy. Right now, I haven't seen much of Trey Lance from an NFL perspective, uh, but in his college tape, he wasn't a space guy. He was just a I run the route. I'll get the ball there guy. Like, I mean, and run it kind of like down the field route. Whereas Brock is more like, yeah, I, mean, I can get the ball in my hand quick, man. I can, you know, I, he gives you he gives you a lot of people are saying he gives you those Joe Montana vibes. And that's kind of that's kind of cool, you know, to be compared to like a Joe Montana um, whatnot at the earliest stage. Uh, in his career. I do want to get to uh, the Super Chat contributions. My man, Marty Mars says, bring it. We right here. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't. I had to, I had to add that in there because I just saw we ain't going nowhere. We right here. Uh, Eagles, Cowgirls. We need, a, we need a different name for the E. Can we come up with something for the Eagles too? Um, I know we don't like dislike the Eagles as much as we like dislike the Cowgirls. We should the order should be Cowgirls, Giants, Eagles, Commanders. That that kind of should be the order of the of the you know the hate 
that we we give to the NFC East. I'm surprised the Giants aren't higher than the Cowboys, but I get it. Because anyway, that should be the order. But you're right. Um, uh, the Cowgirls actually beat the Eagles, which knocked the Eagles down one more game. Eagles are still in first place. Minnesota still in second place, and the 49ers remain in third place. Um, and I know that question is going to loom around there, right? The question is going to be like, well, I mean, if we can't move up to second, what point do we play our starters? We talked about that last week. Um, so we'll get into that. And then Freddie Gonzalez with another Super Chat contribution says, Breezy, you see us playing Eagles in the NFC Championship game. If I had to abbreviate or acronym the NFC Championship game, I just wanted to put that that 2019 I just want to speak it into existence. If I had to abbreviate that, I probably would have got it wrong. Like, I probably would have messed up a letter and added in a different letter or something like that. So, shout out to Freddie for that. Um, (laughs) I can't say this. (laughs) But you can say it. Um, Do I see us playing the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, they're they're the best team in the NFC according to their record. I still think the 49ers are the best team. They're the most dangerous team. I feel like the most dangerous team should be the best team. Now, listen. There's no slouching to the Eagles. I think their defense is crazy. Their offense is crazy. But what happens when they play this defense? Will their offense be able to sustain that high-scoring game? And so, like, I know our offense can move against great defenses because I watched it. Hey, y'all might not think that the Washington Commanders had a top defense, but if you watch this damn show, I kept telling you they're top five. Matter of fact, they were number four. And if you listen to the broadcast, what did they say? Oh, they got the number four defense. And that was without Chase Young all season long. Y'all better give me some goddamn credit right here. They were top. They were so good, we couldn't run the ball on them. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, 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 me, let me get these stats out here. 49ers, I don't have the totality in rushing because PFF don't like to give me in totality. But I'm looking at the rushing yards. I mean, if you take away the Ray Ray McLeod run, 49ers only rushed for, let's see, 82 yards. That's how good their rush D was. You see what I'm saying? So, so like, defense was good. We had to create some type of a a trickery play, which got us on the board. Shout out to Ray Ray McLeod. What a great run. Speaking of Ray, the Ray Ray McLeod run, how cool was it? <laughs> who could tell me the wide receiver without going back to look? Don't you cheat, Mickey Fickies. Who could tell me the wide receiver that was in there blocking for Ray Ray McLeod on that, on that touchdown? Who could tell me that? Who could tell me that? I see people got Ray Ray as they offer the player of the game. I love it. I love it. Bomber T, dope question. Is Mitchell coming back for the playoffs? Yup. Yup. What a problem for whoever the 49ers play. It was Willie Sneed. Who's the first person to say it? Was it Kenny? It's my man Kenny. Kenny, I think you're the first person that said it. It was Willie Sneed, number 83, who couldn't keep up. But he was there. He, He was trying. I kept saying, Willie, don't touch him. Willie, please don't touch him. Just keep running, but don't touch anything. Don't fall. Don't touch. Don't do anything. It was Willie Sneed. So listen, I'm telling you, I know y'all. So y'all might be talking about who set up the edge. It could have been Croft. Could have. I think Jennings was on the other side. But if you want to know who was running toe to toe with Ray Ray McLeod on that right side, it was Willie Sneed. And all I kept doing was praying that he didn't come close to touching anybody to mess up that touchdown. Because I, I you know what? 
I feel I felt like if you go back and watch that game, the 49ers um were were definitely on point. Like they were it was consistently like they could have they could have blew the game way out of the water. I know we watched the Rams put up 50 points. The 49ers could easily put up a 50 burger. And for once, where my man Rod at? He says, I called the Ray Ray dress sweep on Friday. It's on the timeline. Listen, I believe you. You know how I know you called it? <clears throat> I'm going to tell you what timeline it's on. It was on the Madden show. And remember, Ray Ray returned the kickoff return for a touchdown. That was one of our touchdowns, right? Remember that? And that's when you jumped in and you said Ray Ray is going to get a, a, a real touchdown with a jet sweep. You called it. Hey, give my man a round of applause out there. We round of applause in everybody today. You dig? Now, I promise we'll go more into depth because you'll have three more insights on how the offense looked when we do the Nitty Gritty Niners show. But I'm just pointing out some of those key things that we saw. Uh, but, Rod, you did point that out, and I remember it um, like it was the back of my head. All right, let's get to my defensive player of the game. Now, I know a lot of you are going to say um, Nick Bosa whatever. You know what? Nick Bosa is a menace to society, but but Fred Warner continues to play at the highest level week in, week out. I'm talking 67 snaps. I'm talking 13 total tackles. Eight of them were solo. Now, he didn't have any PDs or pass deflections, interceptions, forced fumbles, anything like that. Wasn't in his wheel route. He was everywhere on the field and I thought Dre Greenlaw would have led with the tackles in this particular game but for some reason Fred Warner was out there straight up boysing in the hood and like he was out there handling his BI so as much as I want to give like it to Nick Bosa because he stays dominant he is the pass rush my goodness they they it takes a whole team to stop Nick Bosa like it takes literally it, listen Mike it takes a whole team to stop Nick Bosa. It really does. But the kid has been, he's relentless, but Fred Warner was amazing out there. Maybe one missed tackle, one one thing I think I saw from, from Fred or, or whatever like that. But listen, a lot of people had good games. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't call him a defensive player of the game. The Jordan Willis uh, interception-ish thing, didn't that come from Nick Bosa? like the sack and the ball just never fell to the ground and Willis ended up with it. So listen, it, it it's cool. Uh, I mean, hurricane seven, seven, four says Greenlaw should have had an INT. All right. Can we talk about that real quick before I jump into my unsung hero? Then I'm going to open up the, uh, open up the joint. I didn't see, I, I saw the ball hit the ground. A am I the only person that saw the ball hit the ground? And I promised to refer to his sacks as saccharoonies for the remaining of the season until he changes it, okay? I, I promise. Peachy's saying he's going to get three sacks on Carr. Carr's going to retire after next week. I can feel it. Like, it's going to be the end. Um, I didn't see it. I, I thought it hit the ground. Maybe maybe it was me. Um, so, that, so, how about the Greenlaw interception? That wasn't. And the pick six by Ward. Now, I thought it was a pick six by Ward. But the Greenlaw joint hit the ground, guys. It was an amazing catch. All right. Somebody's. All right. So Kenny's saying the ball didn't hit the ground. And Shays is saying that hit the ground. So from the angle that I saw, 
the ball hit the ground. I feel like the more I, I feel like the more controversial one was Jimmy Ward getting what's the word grazed by a sock. Like they saw a sock graze Jimmy Ward when he picked the ball. Like that's the one I'm arguing about. So there was so there was two plays. Wait, 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 wait. So, the, so am I missing a play? You know what? I tell you what. When you come on, like, am I missing a play? Because the one that I saw, uh, Fred, was it Fred Warner? He tipped it and Dre, Dre Greenlaw dove for it and that hit the ground. That's that's what I'm talking about. So DeMarcus is saying it hit the ground. So maybe there's a different play that I just missed. Maybe that's what's going on. Okay? Maybe that's what's going on. Uh, now, the pick six. So this okay. So VZ is saying it's two different plays. So I'm missing. Okay, see, see what I'm saying. So I don't. Okay, see, see. I didn't know. We got to be Pacific. We got to be Pacific, not Atlantic. We got to be Pacific. Didn't know which one you was talking about. So there was a Green Law interception. Uh, didn't hit the ground. They called it back. Okay, there we go. All right. See, yeah, it's not that one. Got you. That was one, and I thought that the other one should have been a touchdown. Okay. The other one should have been a touchdown. This game should have been blown out of the water. I don't know why the NFL won't let the 49ers dominate. That's a whole nother topic. Like, why not just let us be dominant? How do you let the Rams be dominant and they're not winning anything and the 49ers are winning everything and they can't be dominant? And then let's talk about the sack when the quarterback's Carson Wentz knee was clearly on the ground, right? And then boom. He gets the like how how is that not a sack? They they just don't want us to be dominant. All right. They don't want us to be dominant. Now, I think we're talking about two different plays. It didn't hit the ground. It didn't hit the ground. It hit the foot of the defender. So I'm not like they're they're talking about two Dre Greenlaw plays. I can't pull them up because I don't have the all 22. So it's not like I can sit here and just pull them up and we can go back and watch them. So if we're talking about two different plays, fine. But yes, there's a lot of things that just kind of just didn't go our way. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, it's called adversity. And the 49ers, if I'm not mistaken, have figured out ways to overcome adversity like and if they can overcome the refs that makes them even more dangerous now my unsung hero you guys talked about him a little bit earlier uh i think this particular player doesn't get or doesn't get enough credit because when you see this player it's mainly you know at a certain time now due to an injury you're starting to see him a little bit more right and this is a guy that they signed in free agency uh, he's on the offensive side of the ball. And my unsung hero goes to Ray Ray McLeod because without that run, without that play, without that move, the team doesn't ignite. It does not ignite without that. It doesn't. That move, that play, that blocking, that everything, that Ray Ray McLeod, that jet sweep to the right side, with a wide receiver who has minimal snaps, that play right there ignited the San Francisco 49ers offense. It put us up seven to nothing. I know they scored. 
They came down there and scored, had some penalties to help them get down there. I get it. But I tell you what, that particular play let me know that the 49ers were going to be okay because it was 0-0 for the whole first quarter. So that didn't even happen to the second quarter. So we're saying to ourselves, what in the world is going on? <laughs> Melissa says, nice choice. I had to go with Ray Ray for my unsung hero. He doesn't get the proper credit because he doesn't see much of the field. But I tell you what, when that young gentleman gets his opportunities, he's got to get the ball in his hands. How how dangerous is it that the 49ers have weapons everywhere? They could pull out a weapon out their butt out of nowhere. You're going to be like, what the hell was that? And next thing you know, you get hit with it. And then they put it back in. They put it back in the butt. They could be like, ah, we don't need it anymore. We we showed them something and we'll, we'll, we'll hit them with something different a little bit later. A little bit later. Now, I see a couple of questions out there. Let me get to these contributions that I'm going to go ahead and put the link in the chat. Uh, my man, Nick, thank you for the contribution, fam. We definitely have the most dangerous and complete team. Vikings better lose so we get that number two seed. I'll tell you what, bro. I don't care if they lose or not. Wherever the 49ers go, you know what? I'm going to be extra more confident after they beat Vegas this week. Because if you look at the 49ers record, what, they have three losses on the road, one loss at home. Oh, my gosh. The 49ers are on an eight-game win streak, and they're seven and one at home. What the blood clot. Like, wow. That's amazing. One loss. Kansas City Chiefs lost three games on the road. All right? We don't need to go back. I mean, Bears, Broncos, and the Falcons. Only three losses on the road. The question is how now the team has been, the team is surging. I don't think they're going to lose on the road. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. We'll, we'll preview it a little bit tonight on the show. Uh, but I do want that number two spot mainly because I want to go to the home games. I want them to have as much home field advantage as they can because here's what I believe. Somebody asked me this earlier. I think the Eagles get knocked out. They don't lose that first week, but the 49ers, Win at, they're going to win at home their first week in the wild card game. And then wherever they got to go in that following week, somebody knocking them out. But I think that was to Freddie. So I appreciate the contribution. My man, Sean, with the Super Chat contribution, says, I deserve an apology. For years now, been saying Jim was terrible. Purdy may or may not be it. But all of you see what a quarterback should be doing. Well, I'm going to apologize to Sean. I'm not sure why I'm apologizing to Sean, but I'm going to apologize to Sean because uh, he says he deserves an apology. So if no one else is going to do it, don't worry. Breezy got you. So I'll give you the apology. Thank you for the super chat contribution, bro. Here's the thing. Look, Jimmy can win games. And then and then it comes down to the playoffs and it comes down to it comes down to situations. And Jimmy struggles in situations. I think we can all agree when there's a situation that arises, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to find a way to struggle. And I think that was the main reason, second main reason, because I think the first part was the fact that he couldn't stay healthy, they couldn't he, so his accountability was shot. But then I thought it came down to him not having the ability to do some things. All right? So here's Brock Purdy, okay? And I see Niner Cowley Boy says no mediocrity. Fine. Cool. I'm with it. I could dig it. Brock Purdy gives you an unknown factor. I mean, I don't make this stuff up just to be writing it for y'all to get clicks and likes. I'm really writing my ass off. Y'all got to read it. He's still unknown. The NFL still can't figure him out. And you ride that till the wheels fall off. Until they figure you out, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And listen, I watch Brock Purdy do fake handoffs, no-look passes, 
I'm like, how the fuck you do a no look pass in the NFL? This ain't NBA. Yo, Brock is in his Brock's in his bag. I know Kyle's in his bag, but Brock is in his bag. You feel me? Sean says, I never noticed his negativity. <laughs> you notice my negativity is left. Hmm. <laughs> I listen, I'm telling you, Brock is in his bag and he's confident. Y'all talked about his moxie. We're going to get down to the real deal because that's the perfect segue to find out if Brock is the real deal. Here it is. Put this out here. You ready? All right. Three starts. Three wins. Three wins with a 100-plus rating. Okay? Three wins with a 100-plus rating. Hmm. That's something to think about. He has a total of three interceptions on the season, but as a starting quarterback, I believe he only has two. I think Brock Purdy is the real deal. I'm not going to go into depth about it, but you guys got 20 minutes to prove to me why Brock Purdy is the real deal. And if you didn't participate in the poll question, the question is simply, will Purdy lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl? Will Purdy, not can Purdy, because I believe he can do it. Will he do it? That's the question. The link is going into the chat. Guys, when you come on, you got three minutes. I'm putting you on the clock, and I got to get you off. Because I get complaints about people speaking a little bit too long. And that's my fault. I suck at management. I want everybody to be heard. Three minutes. You're more than welcome. The link is in the chat. I'll put it in there a total of three times. All right. So if you guys miss it, you guys can come in. I got our first guest on. Dion, give me the thumbs up when you're ready, my brother. And we'll go ahead and get this cracking. My man, D, what's going on, family? Just another day, man. Victory Monday. Can't be mad at that. Here it is. That better? There it is. A victory yeah. Monday. Yep, it's a lot better. Victory Monday. I like the sound of that. Listen, man, Brock, is Brock Purdy the real deal? I got to put a timer on, bro. You got three. Okay, minutes. yeah. Ready, set, hit the faithful with it. All right, so Brock Purdy is definitely the real deal. There's definitely no ifs, ands, or buts, no questions about that, man. When you think about it, the interception yesterday, honestly, wasn't on him. That was on Juwan Jennings because he bubbled. You know, he bobbled the ball. It went into the defender's hands. Stuff like that happens. But what I can tell you is the things that I've seen this young kid do in this short span of time in four games, and I call it four because Jimmy barely even played much of that game. So in that span of four games, this young man has shown us grit. He's shown determination. He shows he has fight. He doesn't give up. He's not just looking to go for the dink and dunk stuff. Like, the kid just does things that are great. And, I mean, these last two games, think about it. He's made – George Kittle has had a a straight-up resurgence. He looks fantastic. Um, You know, he's got, what, eight touchdowns this year? That's the most in his career. And four of those are thrown by Brock Purdy. So, you got to think about this, man. George Kittle makes his bones with other quarterbacks more than Jimmy Garoppolo. So, can Brock lead us to the Super Bowl? That's that's the question. I'm going to have to say that's still an unknown thing. I don't know because I I haven't seen enough for me to really do that. You know, four games and the way he looks right now is great, but I'm not going to sit up here and crown somebody a king 
when, you know, they haven't had enough time to be able to be such. You got to think about that. Like, look at King Tut. King Tut was king at like, what, 17, 18? He wasn't ready for that. 17, 18, man, you're still learning a lot. So Brock Purdy right now in his fourth game in the NFL, he's still got a lot to learn. You got to see what happens when he faces adversity. What happens when somebody comes in and punches us in the mouth and we're down 21 nothing, and halftime we come out and we got to come from back back from that. Can you do that? Are you able to lead? Like there's different things that we have to see. But as far as right now, I'm on the Brock Purdy train. Do appreciate him. Do love him. That does not mean that I've jumped off of Trey Lance. He's still our quarterback. To me, he's still our number one quarterback until the franchise makes a decision. Otherwise, Kyle and John and Jed. But I still believe in Trey Lance. I hope that he comes back this, you know, uh, next year, stronger, better, faster. And hell, even if there's a competition, man, I hope he still wins because I still believe in the kid. But um, Brock Purdy can definitely lead us into these playoffs. I can tell you that. I don't see us losing no more games. I feel like I feel like the Raiders about to get punched in the mouth, something fierce. And it's so sad that the, the sad part is the Raiders have the offensive talent. They just can't do nothing with it. If you if I breezy, would you tell me this team would lose if you had Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr? You really I would not I wouldn't tell you that that would be it. I, I, I would I, I would look and be like, yeah, that's a, that's a winning that's a winning formula. Just I saying. Agree. I agree. Listen, bro. All right, bro. Time's up, man. I appreciate, appreciate you, bro. you. Hey, I'll see you this weekend. Yes, sir. Hey, hit hit me up. Hit me up on the side, man. If you're flying into the airport, I'm driving. So okay. if you need me to pick you up rather than getting an Uber or something, I'll go through the airport and scoop you up, homie. Appreciate I got you. that, fan. Appreciate that. Let's do it. Peace. Peace out. All right, listen, Dion talked. I don't know if he had his own timer on, but he literally talked for three minutes. Three. He did it. He did it. He did it. He did the three-minute talk. Uh, 49ers underscore throwback says, hey, Breezy and Dion, thank you for the contribution. Uh, good luck in Vegas. Don't drink too much. Joking. Actually, you know what? I don't drink a lot when I go to these things because I just like to know my surroundings and I like to be aware of what the hell is going on. So I'll have a drink or two, uh, but I'll make sure that everybody else and gets to enjoy themselves, and I'll be able to protect them. That's just who I am when I go out. All right, anyway, but thank you so much for the contribution. All right, man, uh, I, I want to go in order. I see them all in here. So XM34 Infinity, you ready? Because I don't see your picture. So I don't want to bring you on if you're not ready. So when you're – you ready? There it is. There it is. If you could turn your volume down in the back. Yeah, yeah. That'll be great, bro. Happy holidays to you, man. I uh, hope your Christmas was a, was amazing. Let's talk about What's this. What's going man. on, man? Nothing much, man. Is Brock Purdy the real deal? You ready? Yes, yeah, so I'm watching you on, on, on TV at the same time, so it's a little lag. It's all good. So is Brock Purdy the real deal? Ready, set, go. Yes, Brock Purdy is the real deal. Uh, <clears throat> we, can, we can throw in all the the... Uh, what ifs and what uh, we, we've seen him pass every test that has been brought to him so far. One of the reasons I say he's a real deal is because our offense has been explosive. We haven't seen that. We haven't really had an exciting uh, adrenaline rush kind of offense. Uh, we haven't been known to be a scoring offense. We averaging 30 points a game now. He complements our defense because he utilizes 
not one, not two, not three, but he utilizes all of our weapons. We're seeing Dwelly get involved. We're seeing McLeod get involved. We're seeing people that were never really, they were pieces, but they weren't, they weren't being functional. Now we're seeing these functional pieces being used. And he's doing that. If you pay attention to the film, he goes through his progressions. It ain't one read, two read. It's not one read, Jimmy. It ain't two read, Trey, or whatever. I'm not putting any one of them down. He just has what they don't. Mm. He has an anointing on him. Okay. That is clearly being uh, <laughs> clearly being on put on display. But the one thing that I don't like <clears throat> that I keep hearing, you know, can can he bring us for 21 down? Would you prefer that he never he plays in a way and the team plays in a way that we're never 21 down? Or would you prefer to see him get in that situation and see if he fails? Because it's not all on him. It's everybody. It ain't Brock Purdy. It's the whole unit. So if we 21 down, Juwan Jennings does that again. Is that up on Brock Purdy? Did Brock Purdy not bring us back? We 21 down. The defense gives up the touchdown. Is that a, So to me, the, the, the answer is, can he face adversity? We've seen him. We've seen him face adversity. We've seen him come through. Does it prove that he is he has it all together? If, if he gets down by twenty one and comes back, I, I wouldn't say so because even the greats, even the greats, have been in those situations and didn't come back. And they're the greats. Tom Brady is the goat. We've seen him in those situations and didn't come back. So. We saw it ourselves. We played him. Put him in that situation. Did he come back? Not at all. So that doesn't prove what really proves the value and worth of him having the it factor is the fact that he doesn't allow himself to be put in those situations. And the team, you see a oozing confidence from the entire team about this boy behind center. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's just the proof is in the pudding, baby. We're seeing it. I got you. I got you. I, I got you. We're, we're actually witnessing it right in front of our eyes. It's right there. We just got to accept it. Yeah. It might not be easy to accept because we still holding on to some other stuff. But listen, right now, you said it. The proof is in the pudding. Listen, I thank you for being on here, man. I appreciate oh. you. Happy New Year to you and your family, bro. Thank you for rocking with us. Same to you, brother. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Yes, sir. And look, man, that's at XM3 for Infinity. You know who it is. Yes, sir. And uh, yo, bro, let's let's just trust, let's trust what, what our eyes are telling us and what our instincts and what we've the information that we've gathered, how we've seen our team play, and accept the fact that we've we've reached another milestone. Something is different. Mm -hmm. And Something it just happened to happen when Brock Purdy came in. I like that. I like that, man. I appreciate you. Let me get these other guys on here, but thank you so much, bro. Peace, love. Peace. That was dope. That was dope. Y'all, y'all, y'all might not take heed to it, but we gotta trust our eyes. Trust what you see, not what you heard. You heard? Melissa, what's good? Happy holidays to you and your family. What's going on? I'm good, Breezy. How are you? I'm great because we keep winning. So <laughs> you should be up. great. You got like a dual win Christmas Eve and on Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even close. You guys like won by 20. 
Both games weren't close. That's how dope it was. <laughs> All right. You ready? I need you to, to tell everybody, if you believe it's Brock Purdy, the real deal, three, three minutes. Go. Yes, he is. Uh, and it's just because we don't have to flinch anymore when it comes to quarterback. This guy, when he is good or bad, he always comes back. He always comes back stronger, and he doesn't let anything get into his head. And that's all you really need. You need someone who's going to distribute the ball, not make it about himself, and just be a team quarterback. And that's exactly what we finally have. I'm not giving up on Trey Lance, but right now I am just so beyond grateful that we have Brock Purdy, that we're using Brock Purdy. And my deepest fear is that we're going to try to force Jimmy Garoppolo in the playoffs, which always ends up fighting us in the, you know what? So, um, but I had to ask you a question about Brock Purdy's performance on Sunday. Uh, I mean, For Saturday, sure. because it, it made me laugh. And I always wanted to get your reaction, especially because you wore the shirt all week long. <laughs> um, George Kittle. Now uh-huh. I've complained about it for years, right? Always lost his touchdowns because of a whole call or a false star or some other ridiculous thing, right? Yeah. And he said on Saturday that he pulled a Grinch and he stole Ray Ray's touchdown, touchdown. and he went for it because he's had so many robbed of him. I had to get your thoughts since you wore the Grinch shirt almost like all week. I wore it three days. What were your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts of Kittle being like, I had enough. I'm taking advantage. I'm getting another two t- touchdown game and I'm going to pull a Grinch on Ray Ray First of all, George Kittle is a character. And if you can't get <laughs> Then you're just gonna have to figure out another way to support this guy because it's it's everything that I love about Kittle. I mean, when he's out there, he's somebody different. I know his his mama named him George Kittle, but that's <laughs> he is when he dresses up. He's, he's a he's, joker. No, no, no. You ever he see really that is movie? a joker on his arm. Hold on. You ever see that movie called Identity? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? It was yeah. about it was about the I think John Kuziak was in it, and it was about this uh this 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 guy he had like 13 identities i think george kiddo has multiple personalities and you're just gonna have to figure it out but as, as far as him stealing as far as him stealing the touchdown yeah. listen ray ray don't be mad um <laughs> just know kiddo is who kiddo is and you know what ray, i think it's that cool friendly competition in the world i loved ray ray's response he's like I saw George there. I just backed off. I wasn't going to get involved. And and I wasn't going to get the touchdown taken away. Right. Because just imagine if they both would have went up and then it would have been an incomplete pass. Yeah. So shout out to Ray Ray for being the bigger guy, even though he's smaller. (laughs) But you know what I mean by that, right? Because listen. Uh, they were gonna have to let George Kittle, Kittle do his thing. You know what I'm saying? Kittle. Is, I just uh, had to uh, ask you one more question because I know sure. it's only three minutes. Do we finally see Kyle Yushek stop being used in short yardage in the red zone? Because that is still work, the right? one thing like that really pisses me off. It doesn't work because he's not your typical power fullback. He's a trickery type of a runner. Like, oh, can you do this? He's not your, you know, can he, can he get in? Yeah, the blocking is really good. Uh, but you know what? I, 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 I say no only because football is about deception. And depending on the packages you got out there on the field, they're not going to always play 
to get the fullback because now the 49ers with Brock Purdy, and this is what Trey Lancer did really well on the goal line. He brings that other element to where they could do something with their legs or whatnot. So it may at some point come back to George Kittle getting that ball. I mean, Kyle Juszczyk getting the ball and getting in the end zone. He does have a touchdown from the goal line this year. So it, it all comes down to the blocking and all that type of stuff. But I would like to see them do like less trickery stuff and just bully the shit. Just get the ball in the end zone. Like, you know, what and I it's mean? not but, like we don't have the backs to do it now. Cause you got a TVP, you got a Jordan Mason. Yeah, you you even got someone like Debo or Brandon or George who can like force their will upon people. <laughs> And people just don't want to tackle them. So, like, I think it was two weeks ago where uh, Kyle Yushik was using on, like, fourth down. And we went for it. And we didn't get it, like, midfield. And he coughed up the ball. And CMC caught it. And everyone was like, oh, it was designed that way. And I didn't feel like it was designed that way. I just feel like Christian McCaffrey made sure it wasn't turned over and then returned for a big touchdown. But, um mm-hmm. Thank you, Breezy, for doing another call-in. I hope Teradome is somehow featured on this show he's this weekend. Last. I made sure he he <laughs> made sure to call in last. He he's the last caller up. All right. He's the last caller up. So he's gonna come in and close everything out. And I'm very happy for you and your Celtics, even though you kind of blame me for your losing streak. You did start the losing streak, but you're you're bringing the luck back. So I'm wearing green to honor your Celtics, by the way, because the Grizzlies broke my heart last night. So are they lost? Yes, to the Warriors. Oh, to State. That's right. Ah! I hate, I don't want to say that on this air. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna <laughs> All right. Um, but at they, least they at least they brought it within 15 points because for a while there I thought they were never gonna do that. And but I'm very happy for you. I hope that you are very safe when you go to Vegas, and I cannot wait to see you mingle with like everybody including mariah and t and all those people meeting up at that matchup so it's gonna be a nice great to time. see you this morning thank you izzy talk to you soon uncle b we're gonna keep him rotating baby let's go uncle b what's going on hey man I, the niners are continuing to win and and they're doing it in high fashion yep. and they're doing it with a quarterback that is Mr. Irrelevant. So let's talk about this. Is Brock Purdy the real deal? Uh, yes, he is, but I still need to see a little more. I've been studying I've been studying him. Uh, I sent you that text. I, yes, you did. Read it. Uh, he moves around in the pocket like Joe. If you, if you notice uh, the, in the history of the Niners, they said that when Joe was in there, it was like a symphony, and he has that. You, you see him moving and dancing. It's almost like a dance in the pocket. And mm-hmm. the difference between Joe Montana and uh, Steve Young was Steve was like a jam session. That's me. I got you. See, I see. I understand that. Wait, 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 wait. Can I? Can I help so a little bit? Now, what we have. So now what we have is is a good thing because I think we have in Trey is a jam session. So, so let me kid, explain. it's it's the same thing all over again, dude. It's deja vu. It's it's here, and we have two starting caliber quarterbacks, dude. That what more could you ask for? I that was the that was the best analogy that I've ever heard. 
in my entire life, and you just made me happy. Okay, uh, are you finished? Because I just want to touch on to your to, to tack on to what you said. Oh no, go ahead. So, so you mentioned jam sessions and symphonies. Okay, you you mentioned the ability to be able to play by ear or the ability to read music. Right, that's the two differences. If you really want to look at it, we look at a symphony. Each piece has to work kind of like together for it to like just come out there and work. And then I feel like Brock is kind of like a little bit of both, right? So he does move and he does work well within yeah. the structure of the thing, but then he does give you a little bit of jam session. When I get into my jam sessions, there are no rules, right? You just get on an instrument and a jam yeah. session. I'll go from the drums to the keys, to the guitar, to the bass, to the mic, to the where. It's just a jam session. It's what it is. Yeah. And so I love that analogy. I love that we have two quarterbacks. We're going to break that down tomorrow, tomorrow's episode, because we got to talk about that third quarterback as well that we don't really want to talk about anymore. We got to have the conversation because he is coming back. So who? Uh, who? Number 10? Oh, yeah, right. He's done, dude. I don't know, man. No, there's no way you can't. With I don't... this kid on fire right now, that would be the biggest mistake in Kyle to get fired for that. I don't think Kyle can get fired for anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kyle no, Shanahan is the real Belichick of the NFC, bro. And he doesn't have any of the Super Bowls to be on that level. But yeah, I think but we, we've already seen what Jimmy does in the championship situations, and it ain't good. I know. I don't agree with it, but we got to have – listen, tomorrow we're going to have the conversation. So if you're available tomorrow, yeah. you're more than welcome to – we, we got we to have the conversation. Yeah. I, right. I really don't see that happening. All right. I hope not. Yeah, I hope moved not. on. <laughs> Look, Chris says there's no conversation. I hear you. I I hear y'all. But, but there's going to be a conversation because he's still on the roster. He hasn't been placed on the IR. He's going to be cleared to play. And just because y'all don't want it to be a conversation doesn't mean it won't be a conversation. No, I'm. what I'm saying is uh, the coach is never going to allow that to happen. Okay. Oh, that, Harbaugh that, didn't do that's it. Gonna be, that's Walsh gonna didn't be do a it. Coach, Seifert. Yeah. Coach, uh, owner, and uh, John Lynch. There, there might be some discussions about that. They're probably having it right now. But uh, I think all three of them are going to be like, "This kid's hot right now, dude. We got to just, we got to roll with what we're." Roll into it, which you came into it with. Don't change the continuity of things because every the other defenses don't know what to do with Brock Purdy. They've tried to rattle him, dude. They can't rattle him. They know they can rattle Jimmy. They know they can rattle Jimmy. I'm so with you. I'm so – listen, we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Uncle B, thanks for jumping on. Let me get All these right. other two guys on here. Love you, bro. Merry Christmas. Happy Thank New Year. You. Peace out. Say thanks to you. My man, Nick. Hey, man. Y'all be patiently in the background, bro. I love it. All right, man. We got a bunch of real deal takes, man. I haven't had anybody say anything negative about Brock Purdy yet. So I know I don't, I don't expect you to, but isn't he the real Ain't deal? Ain't going to be me. <laughs> Hold on, my, man. my daughter. My daughter's on me now. She's funny. She said, Ain't going to be me. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so yeah, man, I'm Team Brock. You know that, brother. For sure. Um, I mean, they stole like most of the guys stole my my thunder in a sense, but uh, 
dude, it's like when he's in the pocket, like I'm calm. You remember when Jimmy's in the pocket with the happy feet and the pass goes down the middle, you don't know what's going to happen. With Purdy, I'm like confident something good is going to happen. I don't know. And then his escapability, too, those two throwaways he had, man, they were unbelievable, man. I mean, the one he didn't throw away, I thought he, uh, you know, took an L because he took a loss. And then Chapman actually corrected everybody on Twitter and said that that would have been a penalty. So kudos to him for, you know, for pointing that out. But the one that he did throw away, that he did kind of like the spin move 360 and then threw it out, I mean, you tell me, that's a sack. I mean, even with Trey, I think, because he doesn't have, you know, the, the pocket awareness that uh, that uh, Purdy does. So I'm, I'm Team Purdy, man. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be tough. Look at the records that he's broken. Dan Marino's records, uh, first 49er QB with uh, three, uh, three wins. QBR over a hundred. I mean, three it's three touchdowns. It's, it's yeah. pretty pretty telling, man. So let's ride this wave. I don't even want to talk about the other QBs, man. You know how we do. I feel. I, listen, and I and I feel you. And and everything you said, just like the fact you put out those stats, lets everybody know that he's the real deal, right? I want to talk about one of those throwaways since we still have a little bit of time. Like there was a throwaway where he spun around and he spun around yeah. again and still got it down the field. And I thought it was gonna be a freaking catch. I it was yeah. not. I I thought the ball was catchable. Now that I look at him like, wait, how did he even do this? Right? That's you can't teach that. Absolutely. There you go. That's the thing. There's certain things you can't teach, like that pocket awareness and the moxie he has. It's like he's got that if factor, you know, as far as uh, QBs that just give you like a sense of calmness. We didn't have that before. Yeah. We did not. I, I, I think yeah. every fan feels so much more comfortable yep. with Brock Purdy at quarterback. And that's so weird to say. Absolutely. But he's thought, right? But but he but each week he proves why he should be. Let's keep it a buck. Like Brock Purdy struggled in the first half. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. They were sending the kitchen sink. They were sending stuff, exotic things, looks. He he was just struggling. Run game couldn't yeah. get going. He was struggling. And then they had a nice run in that in that first half. They put him up, and then it was what. 7-7 seven, seven at some point, and it went up 14-7. So Brock Purdy, the first play of the second, well, not the first play of the second half, but he goes down there and drives down the field on that first drive, excuse me, and let everybody know that he's the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, and that was that touchdown um, that, to George Kittle. Yeah, that was a thing of beauty, too. It was supposed to be for Ray Ray, but... It was supposed to be for Ray Ray. Just, he, just, he, he just slung that thing, man. That was a beautiful throw, man, right down the middle. And how about the bootleg to Kittle, man? He made that defender. Wow, that was that was perfect too. Yeah, I, Brock Brock Purdy is playing. I I don't want to say MVP football, but it's like if he would have been if, if Brock was a starting quarterback week one and continued to play the way he's playing, he'd be giving them MVP quarterbacks to run for their money. So so listen, so I forgot who extrapolated his numbers like throughout the season if he would do what he's been doing and it, it came up to like 38 touchdowns over 3,500 yards that's so ridiculous that we haven't had that since who uh jeff garcia i think was the last one to that's like, have that many uh yards and stuff but yeah man i'm team purdy brother you know how we do i'm with you brother i'm with you, you ride the wave man i appreciate <laughs> you bro man thanks for jumping on man and thank you for the super chat contribution as well
Hey, no doubt, my brother. All day. Peace. All right, man. Peace out. Let's close out the show, man. Let, let's let's do it. I think we got the bishop in. Last time we had some technical difficulties. Mic check one, two. Look, we rocking the same hat. You know what I'm saying? You got the bling bling on. It's all about the San Francisco 49ers and my five by five. Can everybody hear me? We can hear you, baby. Wayne Breezy. Yes, sir. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter and the seventh verse. Mm hmm. We walk by faith and not by sight. <laughs> Let me sit my Poland Springs. Come on. I am a member of the faithful. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see much more. The great uh, Jerry West looked at the wonderful late great Kobe Bryant when he was 17 years old. And they did a workout. And he put uh, Cooper on him. Yes, he did. <clears throat> and he watched Cooper just get blown down for a minute. And he stopped the workout and he shut it down. Everybody said, what's wrong, Jerry West? What's wrong, man? What's going on? He said, hey, ain't no need to see no more. That the best daggone basketball player I done seen in 30 years. Breezy. I don't need a big sample size. I don't need it. We don't need it. I've seen what I need to see. That Brock Purdy got what you need, and he's going to make it go how it goes. I'm getting ready for Glendale, Arizona. Okay. I got Brock Purdy as my Kobe, and I got a big, bad defense called the San Francisco 49ers as my Shaq. I'm coming for my chip. Briefly, I'm just, you know, what was beautiful, what was beautiful was the two throwaways that the man had. <laughs> then the, even, I, even, even the announcers who are usually anti-49ers said, my God, that was the best throwaway I've ever seen in my life. I got you beat, bro. How about the sack he took? The that sack was the best took, sack. To, to know that this ain't quite right, let me just go ahead and tuck it, and and, and just take this sack. Let let me punt. Let me get, let's let's get in a better. Let's get. Where's in my better, girl Peachy at? Get in a better portal. Peachy in the chat said something about well, uh, his IQ. See, that's the stuff you can't teach. You can't. either you know it or you don't. And 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 some of us know it, but what he's dealing with. What y'all seeing is a Pentium processor in that mind of his. He's processing stuff quicker than than everybody else. That's the key. A lot of quarterbacks know it. A lot of a lot of football people know it. But that Pentium processor is going quicker than than you can ever imagine. In the moment, he knows what. Let me hold it. Let me get back on it, man. Live to the next play. He was. 114 as a passer rating. He with, with an interception, over, Bishop. He has averaged over 100 as a passer rating since he's been playing. If not for the Jawan Jennings, I don't know what he was out there juggling. It would be 133 as a passer rating. Here's the kicker here. The second half of that game, which mm -hmm. shows he gets better, 
mm-hmm. as he gets on. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy was at a 158.3, which is absolutely perfect. It ain't much more to talk about. It ain't much more to see. Everybody waiting on, oh, what if what if he be CJ Bathurst? Oh, what if he be Mullins? Oh, what if he be this? He's Brock what? the Asbach. He's the king at Brock. That is my name. Y'all drinking more wet and we got the champagne. He's lean with it, Brock with it. <laughs> it's all there. All we got to do is, uh, uh, you know, if you're waiting for some quarterbacks to catch up, you might as well wait on some bus drivers to catch up with Mario Andretti. He got what we need, and we going to run this thing like it ain't no tomorrow. Mm. My last shout-out is to my girl, Red Jet. Uh, Red Jet Shell, she's on Twitter. Shout-out to Red Jet. She gave me a beautiful 2023 <laughs> calendar for a, a tribute to Candlestick Park. If y'all ever want to see, get in contact with Red Jack. Beautiful shots to Candlestick Park. Uh, she takes... Uh, he takes amazing work. Look y'all at those photos. My girl, man. She bad. Breezy. Let's Let get on this. It. Vegas gonna be in my beautiful yeah. wife's anniversary on January one. How many years is baby? Seventeen years. Uh, y'all party up hard for us in Vegas because they're trying to do some things in Vegas. We gonna leave y'all alone, but <laughs> 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 we gonna be there. Y'all have a great one. Yes, Merry sir. Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank and let's you. Go get this chip. Let's get this shit, man. And we're going to get it with Brock. And I like it, man. Appreciate you, bro. Love you, man. Love you, too. Hey, faithful. All right. That's how we closing out the show. That was perfect. Listen, like, y'all don't got to like Brock. Y'all, look, y'all know I love me some Trey Lance. I had us drafting Trey Lance. I had no idea we were going to draft another quarterback. Uh... And and I had no idea it was going to be Brock Purdy. Actually, I think in some of my mock drafts, I did have us drafted quarterbacks, but his name wasn't Brock Purdy. Whatever Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch or Adam Peters, whatever they saw in this kid, was it's, it's coming to fruition. I will say that Brock is set up with a great supporting cast, and I don't care what he's like. I, look, the, as long as he continues to go in there and continue to do what he does well, we're in great shape. And winning this chip, I would do everything in my prayers to begeth God to keep Brock healthy because he's hot. And I don't want to see anything happen to the, the continuity and the chemistry that the 49ers are building going forward. RX824, I got to address you, my guy. <laughs> Me getting hype off Laker Yak. Listen, I hate the Lakers. I loved Kobe Bryant, bro. And I only hated him in 2010. So you know what I'm talking about. Because that dude single-handedly came back down like three games and beat my Celtics. I don't know how. I just know that's what he did. That's how great he was, Bishop. He was that great. He was so great, he passed the ball off to Ron Artest, who had more three-pointers than the Celtics did in the whole damn series. And that's when I realized it just wasn't meant for my Celtics to win in 2010. Yes, I did rhyme it. It is what it is. 
Listen, what a great show, guys. You guys are amazing. Poll question going on. I know it's a bold question. I see you, Locker Room Rant. It's a bold question. I get it. Uh, but listen, it's a, it's a conversation that you have to have. And as a 49er fan, I guarantee you there are levels to this ish. There are 49er fans that are just starting, some that were just born, but some that have been here for a while, and they've seen more football than you and I have put together. And they've watched all different types of quarterbacks. When they tell me they see it, when Uncle B gets on here and he tells me he sees it, when Leslie gets on here and she tells me she sees it, when the bishop comes up here and says he sees it, you know what? I'm sorry. I listen to what they've seen. I've seen Joe Montana, Steve Young, and everything else after that. That's just a fraction. They've seen it. If Brock Purdy is it and they said that he's the it, then he's the it. Shout out to Brock Purdy. He's definitely the real deal. 100% shout out to everybody out there. Round of applause for y'all staying in here. We had over 240 people here for the first time on a Wayne Breezy show. Oh, my gosh. Listen, you already know what the week is like. We're doing this Monday through Thursday. There won't be a show Friday. I'm traveling Friday. So that means that somehow the Madden simulation will be on a Thursday. I'll figure it out. When I get out to Vegas, I will try to do a show a little bit later on that night. All right. I will try to do it. I just I hate doing shows while traveling. Can't trust the Internet. Usually they try to they try to sabotage Breezy. It's always something. My, my Y'all already know. I ain't got to bring it up. I love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. And always keep it nitty gritty. And speaking of nitty gritty tonight, 7 p.m. Don't miss it. It's going to be a great show. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace. Wait, did I get all the contributions? Because I don't want to get yelled at. Hold on. I'm still talking. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. A uh, couple questions, though. Breezy, why was Drake Jackson a healthy scratch? I think they just wanted to give Kinlaw those reps, and they had a, a plethora of pass rushers, but he definitely was a, a healthy scratch. And then last but not least, Flo Wright Plumbing says, can someone explain the sh uh, the, the shuttle tray shade, the subtle tray shade? <clears throat> it's going to be there, man. The 49ers have been living with controversy all my damn life, so it ain't nothing different, man. Love y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty-gritty.